When we've been in a relationship with a narcissist, we feel like we can't be loved. Very often I hear from survivors and it just breaks my heart. I hear them tell me, I just don't feel like I'm lovable. Why is it that the narcissist has moved on with someone else and here I am all alone feeling lonely, unlovable, unloved, and unhappy? Well, that's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. So let's get started. Closed captioning provided by Athena Moberg and cptsdfoundation.org. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and we'll get going. I'd like to start out by reminding you that if you're someone who's recovering from a toxic relationship with a narcissist, chances are you've got a lot of somebody else's thoughts floating around in your head. With that being said, we very very often doubt our ability to even be loved. We think we're not good enough. We think our thoughts don't matter. Our feelings don't matter. We think we as people are irrelevant to the world. The thing is, we don't always recognize the level of toxicity that we have experienced in these relationships. Not always, but very often, we are raised by people who are toxic and they teach us not to love ourselves, not to trust ourselves, not to treat ourselves with respect that we deserve. If you're anything like I was, when I first realized what I was dealing with, I thought I was worth nothing. I thought I didn't deserve to be loved. I thought I wasn't good enough. I thought I wasn't even a real person. I thought my feelings and my thoughts weren't relevant to the world. When I tried to follow my dreams, I felt like I was a big fake. Mostly because what I was told from the time I could remember on some level or another, whether directly or indirectly, I was told I wasn't good enough and I believed it. I wasn't worthy. What it all comes down to is that when we're in these toxic relationships, we are undergoing a serious form of brainwashing. It's conditioning and we're conditioned to believe that we aren't good enough, that we aren't lovable. We believe that because we see this other person not loving us. And then inevitably we watch them walk away well, many times we watch them walk away and love someone else or appear to love someone else. Well, today we're going to start talking about the first steps you can take toward healing and how you can take it to the next level. You probably already know that this all starts in your own head, the healing. We have to start changing those thoughts and those beliefs that are holding us back all the time. So we're going to start right here. I'm going to share with you a little bit of a story about my own situation. When I was in a toxic family situation and a toxic relationship, two separate things in my life, I, like you might, I struggled with feelings of worthlessness and hopelessness and not being good enough. I wondered why anyone would love me and I thought no one really did. I thought that everything I said or did was not really worth knowing about or hearing and didn't deserve any validation. I even felt like I had to change who I was or try to pretend to be something I wasn't or hide it just so that I could sort of conform to those expectations that the people in my life had for me. People wanted me to be something I just wasn't and I felt like because I couldn't be that thing I wasn't enough. Well if you feel that way too, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're still here and you're watching this video, I want you to listen carefully to these things I'm about to share with you. So I started this exercise. I was going through a really big period of self-development, personal development in my life. And at this point, I'm not even sure that I fully recognized exactly what I was dealing with. But the exercise was if you could go back and you could say some things to yourself as a child and you could tell that self all of these lessons that you know now that would maybe change your life for the better if you knew them back then, what would those things be? And I always tell my kids all the time, listen, I'm going to tell you these things because I want you to know what I didn't know then 
then, and then you can be more powerful in your own life. Well, I'm hoping that by sharing these with you today, these realizations that I had, that you will also stand on my shoulders and take your life to the next level. These are the things that I would have told myself and that I want to tell you now so that you can change your life in a more positive, effective, quick way than I did. The first thing I want you to know is that you are a real person. You have real thoughts, real feelings. Your concerns are legitimate and your aspirations are achievable. Your feelings, your thoughts, all of these things are real and valid and you deserve to have them heard by people who care about you and love you. Number two, you are good enough. How do I know that? I know you're good enough because you're breathing. You're here in this world today and you're trying to change your life for the better. You are good enough. Number three, you don't really need anyone to tell you that it's okay to be who you are. You don't need anyone to validate you or to endorse you if you want to succeed. The fact is, you can earn your own validation, you can achieve your own truth through your own endeavors and your own efforts. You can be successful of your own accord in a way that feels true to you personally. Number four, the relationship wasn't your fault. The toxic people in your life not your fault. You're not bad, and if you're broken, you can heal. Number five, it turns out you can literally do almost anything you want to do if you just decide to do so, set your intention, and start working toward it, one baby step at a time. The fact is, if you choose to do it, you will be compelled by inspired action to make it happen. If you really set that intention, you can do literally almost anything you want. Here's an example of that. When I met my husband, he told me he was abandoned in the telephone booth as a newborn baby. He was a little newborn baby, no family, and he was adopted. Well, that was the end of that. But when he met me and he told me that's the story, I became obsessed with finding out about his birth family. I wanted to know the story. Well, everybody told me it couldn't be done. Everybody told me that we would never find those people. And I'll admit that it took me 16 years, but I found those people because I said, you know what? I don't care that it's not possible. I'm gonna find those people and I'm gonna find out that story and I'm gonna give my husband some closure. And I did. Here's a video on that if you're interested. My point is, you can, you can, you can, you can, if you choose to. Number six, you have value. You matter. You really do have something real to offer this world. I want to say it again. You matter. Don't forget. Number seven, not only do you matter, but you can choose to be exactly what and who you want to be, and there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you are not breaking the law too much and you're not hurting other people, you can do anything you want. And choosing to be who you are is a beautiful thing. Choosing to embrace your true nature will lead you to your ultimate happiness. And listen, choosing to be who you are does not make you entitled, selfish, lazy, or otherwise unsavory. Don't forget that. Please embrace your true self, whoever you are. And if you don't know, start figuring it out. It's a beautiful thing. Go to queenbeing.com slash passion and download your free passionate planner if that is of interest to you. It always helps to find your passion so you figure out who you are. It helps you figure out who you are. My point is you define yourself. Please never let a narcissist tell you who you are or anyone. No one should tell you who you are except you. And that brings me to number eight. You decide who you are every single day. If yesterday you thought you weren't lovable, 
change it today. Be lovable. Be lovable by you. Love yourself first. Define yourself. Choose to be someone you love. When you love yourself, you create so much strength in yourself. You create boundaries for yourself and you don't tolerate people in your inner circle who will hurt you or take you away from your purpose and your meaning and your mission in your life. Please know that you are the one that decides who you are. You are the one that decides how far you go. You, only you. Number nine, when it comes to compromise, compromise is a little confusing, right? But here's the thing you need to know for sure. When and if you decide to be in a new relationship with anyone, you have to know that compromise is not a situation where they get what they want and you get nothing. Compromise means that both parties give a little and both parties are satisfied with the outcome of the compromise. It's not compromise to just give that person what they want and shut your mouth and not get what you want. Don't forget that, that's important. My point, you can compromise for someone you love up to a certain point, but when you are choosing your priorities and you're choosing a path, remember that it's never compromise to give up what you want in order to prevent someone else from getting angry or for feeling slighted or to keep them from taking some other action on you. That's not compromise. Number 10, if you're still in this toxic relationship, I promise you the world's not gonna end if you walk away. In fact, your world might just kind of get started at that point. Consider the possibilities of going no contact if you haven't yet, because the only true solution to narcissistic abuse recovery is going no contact. Sometimes we have to go low contact because we have a child with that person or we have a business situation to deal with. But as soon as possible, you should go no contact. And one of the most important things to remember in recovery is to avoid giving narcissists your energy as much as you can and never let them see you sad, angry, or upset. These are important things because when they see that they can affect you emotionally, negatively, they do everything in their power to take away your power. The bottom line here is that you are in fact lovable. You are good enough. Just because you have been negatively affected by a narcissist, just because a narcissist chose to abuse you, it does not make you unlovable. You have never been the problem here. The narcissist is the problem. A, a lot of people are going to say to me, okay, but you're saying that and maybe, maybe you have some points there that are accurate, but how is it that if I am so lovable, this person has moved on with someone else and they have this perfect, amazing life together and I'm over here all by my damn self. Well, I'll tell you, first of all, if you think about the beginning of your relationship, you might acknowledge that the type of love that you're seeing the narcissist dole out right now is exactly or very similar to the type of love that you experienced at the beginning during what? The love bombing or idealization phase of that relationship. And what you have to know, sadly, is that the person that they're loving so hard right now is about to go through exactly what you went through because narcissists don't change. And so take a deep breath and do your very best to try to let go of that false image that they're showing you right now. A lot of us are shocked to find out exactly how much a toxic person can affect the way we perceive ourselves and our lives, but it's significant and it can take over your entire self. Today I'm asking you to do one thing for me, and that is to start letting go of those negative perceptions the narcissist shoved down your throat and start focusing on what you can control and how you want your life to move forward from here. This brings me to the question of the day. Question of the day is, have you felt unlovable after narcissistic abuse or during? Have you felt not good enough? And do these tips help you? 
If you have been here, if you are here, share your thoughts, share your experiences, share your ideas in the comments section below, and let's talk about it. You never know who you might help by just sharing your experiences because every survivor is a little different, but we all have a lot of things in common. Let's start taking back our power right now. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life, and hey, Thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now, before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here. And while you're here, hit that subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. Thanks so much for being here today. I'll see you soon.